Hey, it's Josh. And Morgan. Welcome to the Hot Coffee Podcast. You making me do this by myself? No, I just forgot. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Hot, Hot Coffee, Coffee Podcast. Podcast. Hebrews 10, 24 encourages us to spur one another on towards love and good deeds. And that's what we hope this podcast can do for you. It's our mission to use this platform to create and have boundary-breaking conversations that help to build relationships with your friends, your families, and Jesus through love and, of course, coffee. We are coffee lovers and we are Jesus lovers, and we want to bring the two together. Throughout this journey, we'll be sharing what coffee we're enjoying, whatever is on our hearts, and what we feel could encourage the lives of our listeners. While we hope this podcast reaches listeners of all ages and all walks of life, we pray it reaches our generation of young people navigating this world while discovering their faith in love of Jesus. We hope that wherever we are meeting you in your life, whether you are single, dating, engaged, or married, you know that you are loved. Grab a cup of coffee. And and let's let's get get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, This week, we want to get started with what are we drinking? And I'll ask myself, Josh, what are you drinking this week? (laughs) And uh, this, the past couple weeks, our secretary at the church, Angie, uh, a loyal listener, Gave us a bag of coffee. It is called, it's a company called Better Life Coffee. And it's a, the kind is premium Mara, which I don't know all the details on it. What I do know is, is a really good coffee. She got it. She got it in Amish country for us. Yes. She picked it up in Amish country and it has a, um, like a mission behind it. Yes. So it says, um, to the ends of the earth and referencing Acts chapter one. Verse eight, but it helped kids helps kids one cup at a time. Yeah, so it's uh, pretty. So it's one of those things that's it's a good cup of coffee. Seems like a good brand, and it's doing good things. Yeah. So if you're ever in Amish country and you see a coffee labeled better life. better life coffee, I would suggest spending the money and getting you back. Yes. We've really and it's a big bag. It's a um, very big bag of coffee. We've been drinking it every morning really the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So it's been good stuff. So very good. Thank you, Angie. Appreciate it and uh, check it out. It's good stuff. Yeah, let us know what you guys are drinking this week and this last Have week. Have you been drinking anything else though? I mean, um, personally. Have we shared since your birthday? Did I share no. about my lavender iced no. coffee? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, you did. I think I shared about the open meadow latte from Chapman's, okay. but I we'll don't just know. Just share with the people. They're dying. If right I shared my lavender iced they coffee. They want to know. Tell them. So, um, we for Josh's birthday, um, I took him out. Well, actually, he chose to go up to Canton for the day, and um, and we found a coffee shop thanks to um, one of our college kids that go to college up there. Um, actually just graduated this past weekend yeah. so congratulations um, um but she recommended mugswigs coffee and we actually bought some coffee from there too we haven't it's good for cold it brew we haven't made we it hope it may make it tonight brew. uh maybe but um regardless uh i told him i wanted an iced coffee and he said well all i said i want some type of like flavor in it and he was like well most all of our syrups except for the sugar-free kinds are made in-house and I was like whoa okay so surprise me and just put a flavor in I said and then I want some almond milk please and so he made me it was a giant iced coffee and he said all right when he handed it to me he said I chose lavender and I was like whoa okay so I wasn't really sure what to expect but if you remember I shared about the open meadow latte from Chapman's and I kind of liked the lavender taste in my hot coffee. And so I was like, this is probably going to be good. It was by far the best coffee I've ever had in my entire life. Like I didn't know that coffee could be so delicious and sweet and refreshing all at once. Like, like to the extreme, it was so good. You just said a lot of nice things about a cup of coffee. It was amazing. It was probably the best cup of coffee, especially the best iced coffee I've ever had in my life. There you go. It was delicious. So that's what we've been drinking. We'd love to know what you've been drinking. If you want to share yeah. that, comment somewhere, tell us what you're drinking. All right. It's time for everybody's favorite time of the week. 
Happy crappy. All right, we're going to start with happy because our crappy for the week is kind of going to lead into our episode for the week. So, Morgan, what was something that brought you some joy this week? There's a lot of a lot of things happened this week. What brought you joy? Um, I thoroughly enjoyed a date day with you for our birthday for your birthday yeah. in Canton, which I mentioned. We got to do a lot of fun stuff, just the two of us. So that was exciting. Had a lot of fun. Um, we also got to celebrate both of our boys' birthdays on Saturday, and of an entire seven days. The birthday landed on the one day that didn't rain. Yeah. And the sun was out. It wasn't was super cold. warm. It was a little chilly. But a lot of Jameson's friends were there. The boys are like beyond loved. I don't want to say they're spoiled because I really don't think they're spoiled. I just think they are loved. Like, well, they it got just so showed many... with who all showed up. There was a lot of people from out of town that drove hours yeah. to celebrate the boys. So they, we so... really were. Just like overwhelmed. They, I mean, they got a ton of gifts, a ton of gifts that I literally don't know where we're going to put, but I managed to put was, them in spots right now. Yeah, but for now, but I mean, it was just a really, really great afternoon. Yeah, I think for me, it goes along the same lines. I had a really good birthday. I got to spend the morning with the boys. Um, and then I did get to spend time with Morgan, which if you're married and have kids, you know that that's not always the case to get to spend a day with just your spouse. So that was really nice. Morgan had this really planned out birthday idea where she um, gave me two envelopes to choose from with hints on them. And I chose one that had the word fame in it because I was in hopes of it being the Football Hall of Fame. And it actually was. So we went to the Football Hall of Fame, which is something that I have said for, what, four years now that I've wanted to go do. We finally made it happen. So that was exciting. Then we just got to spend the day together. We ate at a a uh, couple, we got Jersey Mike's, which is great on the way up. And then we got some ice cream, some good coffee, had some good dinner. It's just a really good day, all with Morgan. So it was really nice. Uh, the boys' birthday party was awesome. Really cool um, to see everybody that just loves our boys. And, um, yeah, I think that was my happy. It's just all of that wrapped up together. Yeah, I agree. What's something, what was crappy this week? Or the last two last weeks. two weeks um mostly just this past week um months ago months ago i said i'm going to use one of my personal days to take jameson's birthday off i want to wake him up say guess what no one's going to work today it's your birthday we're going to the zoo and um then a few like a couple weeks before that josh gets a letter that says You've been summoned for jury duty. Exactly. Which I get those papers like more than I feel like anybody else does. But maybe that's just selfish for me to think that. But I feel like every three months I get a paper that says you could be summoned for jury duty. So I do the normal. I fill out my name and the dates I won't be in town. Being the irresponsible father that I was <laughs> in the moment, I forgot to put May 4th as a day that I would be unavailable. So... We get the letter, I open it up, and of course, no day other than you are summoned at 8 a.m. for jury duty on May 4th. We got the letter that said he was going to have to go in on the 4th, and then we started looking at the weather, and it wasn't looking good because it was like just a very rainy week forecast, and so we decided that we would look into the wilds instead of the zoo. And since there was a good chance that he wasn't going to be picked for jury duty, we thought if we plan it for four o'clock, that's after nap times, he should be done with his jury duty selection by that point and not being chosen. So we thought four o'clock will be good. The tour is rain or shine. We'll make the most of it. And he'll at least get to go see some animals. And the wilds is a really cool place anyway. So we were excited about it. Well, we... I woke up that morning to Jameson screaming for me and screaming in pain. And I ran into his room and he's like grabbing his leg because his leg hurts him so bad. And I'm just like, oh, buddy, it's probably growing pains because you're three, you know, whatever. And but then he like gets up and he can't walk. Mm, he's limping. He's like limping around the entire house. We had some balloons out. He was excited to play with the balloons, but he's just like limping around. I try to get him to see if he could run. So like he tries to chase Josh around for a little bit. 
but he can't run at all. Like, no, it was totally all. not like Jameson. If you know Jameson, yeah, it was totally like he was totally not at full 100%. So I call the doctor and it's 7 30. I know they don't open till eight, but I'm like, I call and I say, Hey, are there walk-in hours today? And it's the, um, answering service. It's a nurse that's on call as a, for the answering service. And she says their walk-in appointments will start at eight. And I'm like, okay, awesome. So we plan to get there as close to eight as possible. We decide we're going to get some donuts. Mm -hmm. Josh. Yep. Yep. Josh would drop drew off at Mimi's. I would take Jameson to the doctor and then we would meet once jury duty is over. Well, I get there at eight o'clock. The doors are locked. I call to let them know I'm there. And they say, honey, we're not doing walk-ins because of COVID. And, you know, the doctor doesn't have an appointment until 1 o'clock this afternoon. So I'm like, okay, give it to me because I want to be done in time for the wilds at 4. So we um, so we kind of hang out until 1 o'clock, well, like 1230-ish. And I'm on my way to the appointment with both boys. And I get a call from Josh. Yes, out of 60 people, I was lucky number 12 to pick for jury duty, which meant I had to come back in an hour and a half and start court. Then I'd be there all day. Next day was the plan. So I, unlike what everybody thought, I did get chosen for jury duty on Jameson's birthday. So I went and met them at the doctor to find out that it could be a... Respiratory, respiratory infection, infection that settles in a kid's hip joint. It's like ages like three to eight in children, more often in boys than girls. I like looked it up because I didn't believe it. So Jamo was, was three that day and mm -hmm. he was a boy. So yep. it landed on him. <laughs> but we went to, she, Morgan, actually took the both boys and got x-rays at the hospital. Yeah, just to be sure Jamie. that it wasn't any type of fracture or that his hip wasn't out of place. But unfortunately, when I got selected for jury duty, I was told at that point, you're going to be here until 4.30. So that meant... And so that ruined the Wilds' plans. No Wilds. And it also left Morgan at the house with the boys, who one is injured on his birthday, and what we thought was going to be a relaxing day as a family, not relaxing, but an it's enjoyable day, day yeah. and relaxing, turned into a very stressful day because Morgan is dealing with two, two kids, also one that's hurt. We ended up, we came home, Josh had the idea of taking him up to an arcade and letting him play some games up there and to get some dinner. Um, and for the most part, it ended up being a really good evening. It was just very hard on, um, was on me. It was a very stressful day. Because was, nothing went the way we wanted it to go. I had, I had all of these set expectations for Jameson's birthday and I had them set months in advance. I knew what I wanted to do for his birthday and I wanted to be able to make that happen for him because this was the first birthday he was really truly going to remember and be and excited for it. Yeah. Like know that it is. I mean, birthday. I don't know if anybody saw it, but like we create, I created this like summer activity, summer excitement paper chain that you rip off a chain. Like you do count down to Christmas, you rip off a paper chain every day and like to count down to exciting things. And his birthday was the next thing coming up and he was so excited. And then the day came, and honestly, it was just an awful day. We tr yeah. we made the most of it. There were some there's some good memories there to come from it, memories, but, but it was just such a hard day. And we'll always went. probably remember that, like how oh, bad yeah. his birthday was on his third birthday. But it was like and, if you could make all of the terrible things happen at once, like they did. And I think he still had a good day. Like I think he had. A yeah, good if you birthday. ask him if he had a good birthday, he says yes. Of and course, now he thinks of his party. So he had a really good party. You guys, last time we had a podcast, we had a two-year-old and an 11-month-old. And now we have a three-year-old three and a one-year-old. Yeah. We didn't have an episode last week because of the craziness in our schedules, because of um, just the birthday drama we had on Jameson's birthday. And then we were planning for a big weekend um, for the birthday party. We had family coming in. Mother's Day was Sunday. Um, and so everything we just had, was taking place at our house. Yeah. So like we had a cleaning was, and yard work to do. Yeah. A lot was going on. So we just decided to take that time off. Um, but for this episode, we really just want to talk a little bit about like our plans for the summer. We also have a challenge for ourselves and also our listeners. Yeah. This is our last episode for the season. 
So we don't want to leave you empty-handed. We have a challenge that we want to try to meet and that we'll try to keep you updated on. We have a challenge for you as well. So that's where we're at this week. We hope you enjoy. All right. So obviously we just kind of shared with you our past week, uh, week and a half. And so we do thank you for understanding your grace and understanding uh, for us canceling, not necessarily canceling, pushing back, postponing, postponing this week's episode, today's episode. Uh, so thanks for understanding. We hope that you, uh, you know, some days just don't go your way. Sometimes weeks get crazy and you get busy. So hopefully you're understanding of that. We thank you for that. And uh, we thanks, thank you for joining us this week. Hopefully you were anticipating it and waiting for it. So we're glad you're with us. Um, this week we want to talk a little bit about our plans for the summer. I'm sure everybody has plans for the summer this year. It feels like things are getting back to the normal a little bit. So I know like at least our plans for the summer are much bigger than they were last year. Yes, for last sure. Last year, I think we left the state once and we stayed in our own camper. And like, mm-hmm. it was a very much like, yes, we went on vacation, but it was very much like we didn't do a whole lot of like socializing or going out to big places. Mm-hmm. We just kind of stayed in our camper, mm-hmm. went to a lake and did those kind of things. So this year we have big plans as far as like things that we have to do. We're going to be pretty busy. We wanted to share a little bit of what we're going to be doing. Uh, Looking at our summer paper chain, the next thing coming up is my last day of school, which also coincides with the same day we leave for a little mini vacation. Yeah. Morgan for my birthday got me a trip to Erie, Pennsylvania, Yeah, uh, supposedly a pretty lake up there, right? Yes. And some cool things around town to do. She got this really cool place on Airbnb that's really nice, super cool. Um, right downtown, right by the lake, right by all kinds of stuff to do. There's like a children's museum. There's a little zoo. So um, It's just a few hours down the road for us. So we're excited <laughs> to go to a new area for us. Uh, but one of the reasons Morgan did that for my birthday is because our big trip, is that the next thing on the paper chain? Father's Day and our big trip? Well, no, it was supposed to be Chattanooga. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to go <laughs> on a trip that I had planned for Morgan back at Christmas time. We were supposed to go to Chattanooga to the Bolt House Tree Farm, which if you know what that is. Bolt Farm Tree Farm Tree House. <laughs> They're building these things in Chattanooga up on the mountain. They look like a glass, like snow dome. Snow globe. Snow globe, yes, that you stay in. They're called domes is why They're I messed that domes. up. Yeah. Um, and so they were supposed to start renting these things in May, and we're going the first weekend in June. So we were supposed to be one of the first few people to stay in these things. Really exciting stuff. They got like a pizza oven outside that it's just like – seems like – like incredible, incredible experience. Like yeah. you can look up and look through like your ceilings glass. You're literally, I mean, there's in a no, ball. there's no lights out there. So you always imagine like what it would look like to like, just totally see stars in pitch darkness. Like that's what we would be seeing from our bed, like laying in bed. And he actually got that for us, um, for a black Friday sale. Yeah. I got and it super was cheap. supposed to be like our, it's early for our anniversary. Yeah, but it was supposed right. to be like an anniversary trip for us, but that actually, um, has been postponed. Yeah, this Can't past week during all of our mess that we had <laughs> during the week, I also got a phone call that said, we need to talk to you about this trip that you have coming up. And they basically informed me that the furniture for this place is on like back order. They haven't gotten it done or whatever. It's not there. So we can't go stay in a place because there's nothing there for us to stay in. <laughs> so one way or another, we're going to get to go on this trip. It's probably going to be 2022, and yeah. they're going to make it up for us. So it's fine and great and but dandy. It's, it's no longer was, on our countdown. So one of the other things we have on our countdown is going to Arizona to visit Morgan's sister. Yes. The whole family, or all have, of Morgan's sisters. I have three sisters plus my – and so me and both of – well, all three – all four of us girls will be there plus my mom – and her husband and my dad and all of the in-laws all the brother-in-laws are going to be there so it's a in all the kids all the cousins and since morgan's family is spread out way more than I, my family yes 
they don't always get to be together. We don't always get to be together. So this is an exciting trip because it is a time that we're all going to get to go be together. And I think the person who is most excited for it is James. Jameson. Because he's excited to go to Aunt Shelby's because he calls it the party house because yeah. she has three little boys. So two to of him, which, it's a party. Two, two of which are like around his age that he's very excited to spend time with. So that's going to be like a family trip that we get to go and do and do a lot of things together. So we're very much looking forward to that. Very much looking forward to that. And then what's even crazier, you know, adding to our craziness of this, we land back in Cincinnati on Friday afternoon, Friday evening. Friday And night. then Saturday morning, I am going to church camp. So... And Morgan usually goes to church camp. So this year she's not necessarily going to go for the whole week. Hopefully we're going to work it out to where she can go for a little bit. But essentially we're going to fly into Cincinnati and then I'm going to drive to camp and go for a week. And so just, you know, normal lives for us because we're just busy and crazy. crazy. So that's that. And then. Really, after church camp, Morgan's volleyball schedule just kind of goes My bananas. Yeah, um, July is our volleyball month, so we have a huge tournament that our school is actually hosting. Um, we have two, two or three, two overnight trips uh, that are two nights, three days of tons of volleyball. So I'll um, see my wife in August. Yeah. We have um, lots of day tournaments, um, lots of day camps, just a lot of really fun stuff planned. And I was talking to a couple of my volleyball girls today, and we are just like, we're so excited for those for those experiences together. So it makes for a very, very long month, but it's so exciting. And we didn't get any of that last year because of COVID. So it's just really making us all look forward to it even more. And then, unfortunately, in August, and you go back to school, school and starts. things, and volleyball, and things like that. We have why our, not share with us what you're doing this summer? Absolutely, we'd love to hear. We'd love to hear your it. summer plans. Um, we also have our anniversary, and at the end of July, we're doing some anniversary pictures, like we always do. Yes. Um, I need to work out so I can fit my suit. <laughs> so uh, that's my plan in July is to run there you a little go. bit. Um, but those are our plans. We wanted to share those a little bit with you because it's going to come into, it's going to help with what we're going to dive into this week. We're not necessarily sharing all our plans to just say, hey, look what we're doing. So hopefully it's going to tie in here a little bit. We wanted to take a break here to remind you that this week is our last episode of the season. And that means we're giving away something very exciting. Um, Chances to earn entries for our giveaway are going to end on May 21st. Also, we wanted to let everyone know that Hot Coffee Pod has an official Instagram, and we are going to be using this to communicate with you guys as our listeners in between this season and our next season as a way to get information and input from all of you guys, as well as give you a place to continually share our happy crappies um, and things like that. So please find us and follow us on Instagram. Anyone who follows us that will earn you an entry into our giveaway, as well as sharing any of our episodes, tagging us, um, we'll give you an entry, sending us coffee suggestions, sharing what you're drinking, or even just letting us know you're happy and crappy. They will all earn you entries between now and May 21st. There are endless ways to win our giveaway. So we hope that you guys will play along, earn some entries, and we promise you this giveaway is worth it. Yes, we just ordered a few things for it this week. So let's get back to the show. Yeah, let's get back to the show. All right, so with our summer plans um, and the busyness of the summer, and everybody is usually busy during the summer, we wanted to think about how we could this summer plan to have like a challenge that we were going to try to tackle during the summer. And one of the things that we kind of started thinking about, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, Morgan brought it to my attention, and she said, what if this summer, you know, we were talking about how when unexpected things happen, oftentimes people will do something or react in a way that doesn't necessarily show Jesus to anybody. The way that they get upset or the way that they respond to 
to something not necessarily going the way they wanted to can honestly put out some bad like vibes, I guess, in a sense, um, during that. And so we thought about for our family and for ourselves and our relationship, what's a what's a like reasonable challenge that we want to try to tackle. And we came up with an idea that this summer, as we're traveling and doing the busy life and traveling with kids and just being busy, we want to try to, no matter what we do, where we go, um, be an example of Jesus to anybody we come across. We want to share Jesus through the way that we respond to different things, our actions. And it doesn't mean necessarily that we want to, you know, slam scripture at anybody or anything like that, but we just want to carry carry ourselves in such a way that when things happen, because we know they're going to happen, how can we respond in a way that shows Jesus to people? I feel like I think about the fact that people always just say that you shouldn't care what other people think about you. And if they have an issue with you, then that's on them and that that's them judging you and they shouldn't judge you. But in all reality, like in all honesty, we live in a world that proves that we care what other people think of us. And regardless of whether or not we should, every single human, we all have a way in which we want to portray ourselves. We all have a specific idea of the type of person we want to be for ourselves and for the legacy we want to leave, the reputation we want to have. Nobody sets out to have a terrible reputation. I feel like there are very few humans in the world who just say, I want to be a terrible human or I want to be an unkind, rude person. I think that, I think that most of us would say like, we have we set our we hold ourselves to a standard of what we want. And when I think about how another thing that got me thinking about this recently was for my master's class, I had to shadow a leader. In doing so, I also had to read about the leaders that other people shadowed. And it just made me realize I want people to talk about me that way as a leader one day. Like I I want to live a life that people say, you know, that that, hey, she she loves Jesus. Like, I want people to believe that they can trust me, and I want them to believe that I care about them. I want to be someone who is considered an encourager and a difference maker in people's lives. I want to be a fun mom, but also a mom that holds high expectations and pushes my kids to be their, to be their best and to reach their best potential. I want to be someone who helps walk people through tough times in their lives. I want to be seen as a respectable and successful coach. I want to be viewed as someone with integrity and passion and determination and grit. I want to be a teacher that students see as someone who challenges them, but also supports them in those challenges. All of us have these desires of how we want to be perceived by others. Well, and I think something that is clear as you're listing all of these things that you want to be, you've thought this out. And so you've like, I think a lot of people say like, I want to be a good human or I want to leave a good legacy, but they don't necessarily map out how they want to reach that standard as far as like, here's the steps that I'm going to do. And here's the ways that I'm going to get to like leaving my legacy. And so I think that's one of the things you were doing just there was like, here's the different parts of my life that I want to be those kind of examples. Right. And I think that it's hard. I feel like probably now being you know, in my early thirties and being a mom and having a job for a few years now, it's like, I'm kind of at a point in my life where I can start. I don't think, I I guess maybe this is about the time that people start thinking about those types of things. Like, am I living the life that I wanted to live? But I feel like you can't sit around and wait for that. Like for like even young people now, like what kind of a student do you want to be? What kind of a friend do you want to be? What kind of an athlete do you want to be? What kind, like, even, like, even when I was in college and I was working at Hollister, like, I knew the type of girl that I wanted to be, but I wasn't always making choices to be that person. Like, like, Josh and I might kind of sort of be throwing this on you, but, like, what do you, like, what are the desires in the way that you want people to perceive you as, as a, as a man? Well, well, I mean, obviously I want to be someone that's known as like a, a good dad. I want someone that's very, I want to be somebody that's active in my kids' lives and that like 
is a big part of it. That's not just kind of like, I don't know. I think there's definitely like a role of the father, like that the world nowadays sees, but I want to be more than that. And so I want to be the dad that's on the floor playing games, being the dad that's coaching his kid. I want to be the dad that can help with homework. Like I very much want to be a part of my kid's life, not just be the guy that, you know, helped him come into this world. I want to be like a part that helps him develop into the person he is and just different things like that. But one of the things that I was thinking about when you were talking was that like, it doesn't matter everything in life that you try to achieve. You have to have a plan of how you're going to get there. And so if you're going to, you know, grow up to be a teacher, you have to like meet the, you have to know what you have to do to get to those, like to that point in your life. And so I think that's what's so important about this topic is that like so many times in life we do say the things like, I just want to be a good human being, but that maybe not be enough. Like, how are you going to be a good human being? And so I guess that's what you were trying to ask me and I'm trying to prolong it a little bit. But <laughs> yeah, well, I just, I just mean like when you think back about like how people talk about you, what do you want them to say about you? Because well, like, that's, that's what I was kind of like, well, that's kind of funny realizing we, through my master's class. Yeah. It's kind of funny because I, I kind of asked the teens a question like this, this past Sunday, I said, at the end of your life, like what's one word that you want to be described as? And the word I used was young. And they kind of looked at me like, what, what do you mean? And I was like, I don't want to be old. Even when I'm old, I don't want to be old. I've all I like I want to be active no matter what age I am. And so like I want to be the grandparent one day way off in the future that like is on the floor wrestling like like Jameson's grandpa does with him. I like I want to be like that. Um but I don't know. I just think I don't know. I liked what you're kind of doing and it kind of opened my eyes because like we do, we just say like, hey. I want to be a good person. I want to be a good Christian or I want to be really good at this. But we don't always, when it comes to those kind of things, we don't map it out how we're supposed to get there. Exactly. So that's part of what we're trying to do this summer. I mean, all of us have these desires of how we want to be perceived, these expectations we want to, to meet. We have all of these goals and these dreams for our lives that we hope to achieve. But we... Like the, the fact of the matter is I can't, I can't walk around telling my athletes or my students that they're never going to amount to anything and then expect them to view me as a loving, encouraging and supportive teacher and coach. Like I want them to, I also can't parent without any rules or discipline and then expect my kids to respect me when, when there's nothing, nothing at home holding them accountable. I also can't be perceived as a follower of Jesus if the decisions I make daily point to being a follower of the world. So when we're Christians, we have to have a strong focus on what how we want to be perceived by God. And we're so naive to think that it doesn't matter how we're perceived because God just loves us. That's just taking for granted the, the grace of God. Like, Yeah, it's like taking advantage of it. And that's I, the word, and taking advantage. Yeah, just in, saying. In a non-good way. Like, I don't, yeah. That's not how it's designed to be. No, we can't just say we're going to live the life, how like live our lives however we want, regardless of what, you know, what God thinks of us because he does love us. While God does love us, like despite our imperfections and the things that we do wrong, he also like throughout all of scripture calls out people for, for their wrongdoings. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how many times he, he called out the Israelites in the old Testament because of how many times they turned away from him, despite all of the times he saved them prior. It like Josh and I are doing that Bible recap. And it just like keeps reiterating the fact that God will like, he will turn away from you. He will no longer, you know, be there for you if you're not going to follow him. And and then yet what happens is they always turn away from him and then they always come back to him and he always like accepts them back. But it's not he doesn't just put up with their mm-hmm. with their choices of not following him. He does and even the leaders, the religious leaders in Jesus's day, like the Pharisees who who thought that they were following all the rules and doing what was necessary, like because they were check marking the boxes, like Jesus called them whitewashed tombs. 
because they might have looked pretty on the outside, but they were filthy and dirty and dead on the inside. And and so as like as Christians, we can't walk around proclaiming to be these Christians on the outside when when we're not making decisions and and keeping up with actions that support that. Right. Like like, like Josh said. Yeah, like, it's just kind of like you can you can check the box, but if you're not really checking the box, like <laughs> like you can physically like put a no- check on the box, but if you're not actually working on yourself and like putting God first in your decisions, then you're simply just putting ink in a box. Like it's not really Right. It's I don't know. I just I just feel like too often we let ourselves get caught up, especially in today's world of be you, do you, like, like live your life. Like, okay, but why do we, like, well, why we, do we live our life? Like, why are we here? Like, what is our purpose? Yeah, we've lost that accountability, I think, with God. Yeah. In a sense, like, we're here for a purpose. And that purpose Not doesn't start. To, that purpose doesn't start when you get married and have kids and have a family and are all of a sudden an adult. Like, it's now. Yeah, I mean, because I, I always like using this being a youth minister. Like, God used some young people to do yeah. some great things. Like, He yeah. went to David when David was pretty young, and he Mary was what like fifteen. Mary was young, like, <laughs> and like Jesus's ministry started when he was young. Like, he was at the temple when he was just a little boy, like doing things. So, like. God doesn't put an age limit on the things that you can do. And so, I don't know. I just think. I, it's just, I don't know. It's just something that we were talking about and something that we realized. And it's like, we all are going to make mistakes. Like, it's going to happen. Like, right. God, no one's no one's expected to be perfect. God doesn't expect us to be perfect. But, like, regardless of the way that the world the world tells us that we should live as far as like, just be you, do you don't like, like if someone disagrees with you, that's their issue. Like it's not about pleasing those people, but it is about trying to please God. Mm -hmm. And even religion, like religion aside, as I mentioned earlier, like all of us, we all have these desires of how we want to be perceived and you cannot claim to be kind without living in kindness and you cannot claim to be a good human without acting in goodness and you cannot claim to be perseverant without having the grit and the term determination to work through your struggles like as humans we cannot set we cannot just say we are one thing without backing it up and, right. and proving it to be true and as christians we cannot claim to be followers followers of jesus without daily walking in his love and trying to be that example. Like, and I feel like this is something that's so hard to hear. And it's something I keep stuttering and like questioning what I should say, because I'm not trying to tell you guys to live a life that, that holds you to standards of other people. But I am trying, we are trying to get across the the message of living up to the standard that God has set for us. Because if you're listening to this podcast at episode 10, our season finale of season one. Like if you're listening all the way through this, you know that that's where we stand and you know that we are Christians and you know that we want to, to help you guys in your relationship with Jesus. And we want to help ourselves in our relationship with Jesus. And so it, that we cannot do that if we are encouraging you guys to walk and to walk in a, to walk with Jesus every day, to daily, like, to try daily to, to be an example of Jesus. Like our sole purpose on this earth is to glorify God. And honestly, like that's why we're setting this challenge for ourselves. And it's why we're setting this challenge and giving it to you guys. We are so far from perfect and we make wrong choices all the time. Like when we, like we both, we sat down and we talked about the, the, the birthday with Jameson and how terrible it was and we talked about the fact that there were multiple times that we weren't examples of Jesus, whether right. it was to each other, whether it was to our our kids, whether it was, you know, to the person who, you know, saw me screaming and banging my hands against the steering wheel while driving, whether it was, you know, to 
whomever that might have been around that in the arcade that could tell that we were not a happy family that day. Like the Chick-fil-A worker. The Chick-fil-A we worker. Guarantee like we were not great examples of Jesus then. And like I might have got a son joy, but there was not much joy that <laughs> Shout out to the boys. Oh my gosh. But there are so many times in our lives that we look at each other or we just think back on ourselves and it's like we weren't good examples of Jesus today. But that doesn't mean we can't be one tomorrow. Well, yeah, and I just think it's like it's that silly saying like you can talk to talk, but it's time to like walk yeah. the walk. Like I think as Christians, it's we've done enough talk to talk. It's time to literally like we need it's the world is proving it to us. Like we need to go walk the walk. We need to go out and be examples to the we world. We need to be like, the hands and feet of Jesus. We can't sit here and complain about the world and not do anything about it. Like we're part of the problem if that's what we're doing. Yeah. Like if you see issues in the world and you're not doing anything to change it, you're part of the issue. Absolutely. Because we can't just sit here anymore. And so I, I don't know. This is kind of cool. I like what you went with more. The way you like kind of led this because it is. It's just like it's. I mean, you it's, can't just sit here and claim to be something if you're not doing anything to this, be what you're claiming to be. And the, I mean, this is actually going to be a challenge for us because we are not ones to. We've always said we want to be better about praying in public. And like we went through a training at the church with like just learning how to, you know, step out and be Jesus for someone or just say, hey, like we're about to pray for our meal. Can we pray like like ask our servers or anything we can pray about? We have yet to like step out of our comfort zone and do that. And it's a whole new thing for us. But we want it is going to be a challenge. It's not going to be easy. And we want you guys to hold us accountable. We're going to hold each other accountable. And we want to hold you guys accountable to this challenge as well, like as best that we can. Yeah, because I think the first part of like, we're taking the first step and saying, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Like stating, this is how I'm going to get to this point. Like we want to be better examples. So here's how we're going to try to do it. We're going to actually try to get out of our comfort zone. We're going to try to like, do things a little differently and also have like the mindset already set up in our mind. Like this is what we're, we're planning. You know, you don't take a trip without planning most of the time. Sometimes you do, but sometimes you don't, but most of the time when you're going to take a trip, you're going to plan. And so most of the time when you're going to, so like this summer with our challenge, we're planning now, this is how we hope to meet this challenge. So regardless of where you're finding yourself, like right now, listening to this podcast, like, I know that there are some of you who are just like, I've made so many of these like terrible decisions and I've made like lots of mistakes in the last, like however many years, however many months, however many weeks, whatever. And you just feel like you're way too far gone. And I've, I've been there and I've shared a little bit about it before. And I've shared a little bit about how I got back from there. But like, I remember just sitting back and thinking like, I am so far from an example of Jesus in any way, shape or form. I am no, like, I am not a, I'm not an example of him to anyone. And to be honest, that was the exact opposite of that. I feel like, and I just kept eventually assuming that one day I would get to a point where it would matter again. And that's when I would care. And I don't, I can't pinpoint the day in which it all of a sudden mattered again. But what I'm telling you is you like, let today be that day for you. Like let this podcast, this episode be that moment that says it does matter and you do matter. And it might not be the easiest journey back, but like you can make this a challenge for yourself for this summer. Be someone who portrays Jesus. Be someone who is an example of his love Every day and everywhere that you go in some way, shape or form. Maybe it's just like telling it, telling someone you're praying for them. Maybe it's just actively praying out loud to God. Maybe it is calling someone who you haven't talked to in a while and saying, I know that I've screwed up and I know that I've made some mistakes and I apologize for that. And I just want your prayers. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just, well, and I was going to say this challenge is for everyone too, because I think Morgan's talking about one side of the coin where it's like, I'm not good enough, but I also want to encourage, not encourage, but challenge those of you that are sitting here going, yeah, I'm doing all right. Because yeah. it's, it's a 
slippery. It's no. dangerous to feel comfortable. It is. It, I don't believe that Jesus came to the earth to make anybody comfortable. Yeah. All of his ministry, think about it. Go back and read the Gospels. Think about different stories you read in the Gospels. Everything Jesus did was to make somebody uncomfortable. And because it's in your uncomfort that you can grow. Discomfort. Discomfort <laughs> that you can grow in your uncomfort. In your discomfort that you can grow. But I think about it. You, He was constantly challenging the disciples to get out of their comfort zone and to get out of their normal routine. Just when they thought they had a good thing going with Jesus, he would flip the script and they would go on a totally different route. Yeah. Or like the Pharisees are a prime example. They thought they had it all together. Literally yes. until Jesus came, they're like, man, we're the most holy people in the world. We're so great. Well, we're so awesome. Believe. We're checking they all these They still believe they were holier than Jesus but, yeah. themselves. Like, but they didn't like Jesus because he made them uncomfortable. Yes. So, and but, I, yeah, this is a challenge for everyone. It's a challenge for Whether, everyone. Yeah. So don't allow yourself to check the box right now and say, oh, I'm good because I'm doing this right now and that's my challenge because like, if we want to talk about it josh and i can check boxes that we go to church every sunday yeah. and that we do a podcast that's jesus related but that and doesn't that, mean that and that we pray with our sons every night and that we uh we read our bible recap but even though it's not every day anymore we just have to catch but, up a lot but those check boxes but that doesn't mean like well we and can't they, be, they, that like, can become routine and so then it loses its like what do i want to say I'll, authenticity uh, i want to say like gen genuineness genuineness yeah i want to say but like i think if we just get like i think it's great to come up with routines i think it's awesome but if we continually get stuck in a routine not stuck but if we continue to do it sometimes we can lose like i don't know i think there is great growth and discomfort there is and i think we already said that so it took a long time to get back there but like do not sit here this afternoon, this morning, this evening, what and hear this saying? and say, I'm good. That's not good. There's Challenge yourself something. right now, whatever it is, to do something outside of your comfort zone, outside of your norm, to grow this summer. Because to be an example of Jesus to somebody. Yeah. yeah. In in a in a in a new way. I in a know. new way. There you go. So, so I mean, just, we, yeah. we just want to leave you guys this season with like, with this challenge to be like Jesus and letting people see you throughout your summer plans. Like we shared a lot about what our summer plans look like, and this is the challenge that we've got. And we just, we want to be able to, to do this challenge alongside you guys. And right. we just want to actively, actively create a group of us that are going to spend this summer being the hands and feet of Jesus. Yeah. Start a movement. <laughs> I like it. Tonight, as I was um, putting Jameson to bed, he has the Jesus storybook Bible. And we always, we've been reading from um, beginning to end. And, Tonight's uh, story was the treasure hunt and it is like it's taken and like paraphrased for kids and it's from Matthew 13 and it's a parable that Jesus used about a man who was digging in a field and found a treasure chest. So then he wanted that treasure chest so bad that he reburied the treasure chest, went and sold everything he owned so that he could go buy that field and then he dug up the treasure chest and the treasure was his. And on the last page, I read something that I thought went perfectly with the message that we were trying to share in this episode. And so the last page goes like this. Jesus said, coming home to God is as wonderful as finding a treasure. You might have to dig before you find it. You might have to look before you see it. You might even have to give up everything you have to get it. But being where God is, being in his kingdom, that's more important than anything else in all the world. It's worth anything you have to give up, Jesus told them, because God is the real treasure. And then I like this part too. It says, God had a treasure too, of course, a treasure that was lost long, long ago. What was God's treasure? His most important thing, the thing God loved best in all the world? God's treasure was his children. It's why God had to send Jesus into the world to find his treasure and to pay the price to win them back. And Jesus would do it, even if it cost him everything he had.
Dear God, we thank you for this opportunity to um, have this platform and have the opportunity to share your love and share the messages that are on our hearts um, with our listeners in a way that might encourage them and um, help to build their relationship with those that they love and help them build their their relationship with you. God, we ask that you be with us throughout this challenge as we try to pursue it this summer. We just pray that you'll guide us in being the hands and feet of Jesus and that we can be examples of Christ and your love to those around us. God, we, um, or I pray for discomfort. Uh, I pray that I can have faith to step out of my comfort zone and to trust you in, in moments of doubt and moments of challenges and trials. And God, I just pray that you be with us this summer as we try to uh, reach these goals and, and being and showing your love in all situations. And we thank you so much for loving us. We thank you for the examples that we have through Jesus of the ways that he carried himself. And God, I just pray that we can strive to be more like God, keep us all safe throughout this summer. We um, pray that you be with us as we plan for the next season. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We do want to remind you guys about our coffee giveaway. We mentioned earlier that we have an Instagram. Uh, Follow us. Tag us when you're listening. Share what you're drinking. Share some happy crappies. You are able to earn entries up until May 21st. After that... We will be drawing a winner, and that person will be getting a very awesome gift basket. Yeah, if we so. choose to give it away, I might keep it for myself. <laughs> no, but, uh, he won't. Now, nah, keep keep an eye out for our Instagram. Uh, we'll be sharing some of the fun things we're doing, different things that we're seeing and yeah. experiences that we're experiencing. But yeah. with that being said, this was our last episode for this season, which is exciting and, and kind of sad <laughs> because it's, you know, But here we are, 10 episodes in, and we hope that you have a great summer. We we have a really busy schedule, but part of that is doing a lot of work to bring you guys season two. So the date for that is to be determined, exactly. But You have to follow us on Instagram to find (laughs) out when. No, but we hope to come back with some good content. We've had a lot of people reach out to us with things that they'd like for us to share and talk about. And part of season two, what we're really hoping to do is bring on some guests um, that have some knowledge and can hopefully make some yeah, impact we, on your life. We want we want to be able to learn through this experience, too. And we think bringing in some guests who know a little bit more than we do about certain situations is a great way for us to learn as well as you guys. And we hope that they can impact your all's lives as well as ours. Well, and some of the guests we'll bring on are some people that are special to us. So you'll get to maybe learn a little more about us through the people that we have on too. Yeah. So, but that's that. If you guys have any guest ideas or content topics, just let us know. We always love to hear from you guys. We want to hear from you this summer. Tag us in your summer fun. If you, you know, find yourself meeting that challenge that we gave you guys, share. Let us know what y'all are up to. We definitely want to know. Never forget, you're loved by us. And even more importantly, by Jesus. Have a great summer, guys. Thanks, guys.